he's seriously so whiny. He thinks he's so smart, but he's just insufferable. Ugh, whatever. Catcher in the Rye is one of the greatest works of American literature for a reason. Hey, Theo, 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 get over here. We need you to settle an argument. Hey, Jackie. Oh, hey, Rachel. Fun party, huh? No, listen up. Don't you have sympathy for Holden Caulfield? The poor kid has been through so much. Or is he just super whiny and overdramatic? Oh, God. Everybody here has read this book except for me. Uh, which one was Holden again? Are you serious? Uh, I, I mean... Wait a second. You haven't read it, have you? If only I'd listened to the Fire the Cannon podcast, it all could have been so different. different, different. And that's not even the weirdest thing about the author. <laughs> oh my gosh. You always have the most interesting book facts. How can one person be so funny and so knowledgeable? Everyone at this party loves you. I mean, you must read so much, more than us even. Actually, I don't read at all. <gasps> I just listened to the Fire the Canon podcast. It's a podcast where the hosts read the books in the Western canon and decide if they belong or not. But I actually read a lot. Can I still listen? Of course. It's a podcast for everyone, from bibliophobes to bibliophiles. Eh, I don't know. I prefer to listen to comedy podcasts. Well, you're in luck. It's the only funny book podcast. You won't even notice you're learning. Want to hear a teaser? Sure. his clothes off, holding a bow and arrow, and says, playtime is over. I'm gonna shoot again and I'm gonna hit some other things that nobody's ever hit before, aka all of your bods. He kills Antinous immediately and he just starts shooting everyone. Everyone's like, whoa! Do you realize you just killed that guy? Like, he's saying, you will join no more games. You're in timeout. They're like, this must have been a mistake. Surely no one would kill the hottest guy in Ithaca. We find out that Beowulf has the strength of 30 men, by the way. They just kind of casually drop that. So Grendel grabs him with his steely claws and uh, Beowulf became afraid for a moment, but then he remembered his courage and he stood up and he grappled with Grendel. As soon as Grendel grabs him, he feels how strong and buff Beowulf is and he gets nervous. There are 30 guys in these muscles. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like the strength of 30 men. 25, 26, 20, 30. <laughs> <laughs> regarding the fight or regarding the two adversaries, it says hateful to each other was the other's life. I hate that this guy's alive. <laughs> at that point, Beowulf realizes that they can't stab him to death. So he rips his arm off at the shoulder. Boop. <laughs> pulls his arm. He just rips off the arm that he was grappling well, with. If you ever had like a Barbie doll, you know, sometimes they just like pop right out. You could say Grendel's also a right-hand man. Because his right arm came off? We don't know. That's the thing. And how many arms did he have to start with? That's a good question. Do you assume that if no one specifically says how many arms someone has, they could have any number of arms? Well, he's a monster from hell, so who knows? I was assuming two, but now Jackie's opened it up. Like, what if losing one arm wasn't that big of a deal? I guess he did die after it. He died. Yeah. <laughs> I think you could bleed to death even if you had more than two arms. Maybe that arm was the one that had all of his vital organs in it. Is that supposed to be a pun? Like, Beowulf went into the battle unarmed and then... He unarmed Grendel. <gasps> he disarmed Grendel. <laughs> I don't know, but that's really funny. It's the mythical origin of puns. 
And he goes to put his key in the door and let himself into his house. And all of a sudden, the door knocker turns into Marley's face. It had a livid color. It was horrible. And and he just goes in and he just opens his door and walks in. And then he looks at the back of the door and he's like, huh, is there going to be like Marley's back of his head on this door? Nope. Turns out it was just on the front. All right, then. Oh, well. <laughs> Yet another annoying thing that happens today. <laughs> I bet he was going to ask me for money, too. <laughs> so he goes up the stairs, and he's in his creepy old uh, dungeon of a room, and he and then Marley's ghost comes in, which leads me to kind of wonder, like, why did he do that weird thing with the door knocker if he was just going to come in anyway? He wanted to get him freaked out already. Maybe he messed up the first time. Like, he was like, shit, I'm just in this door. I can't do anything from here. <laughs> And he does say later, like, I don't know how I got here. You wouldn't believe how many different pieces of furniture my face got stuck on. (laughs) While they're arguing, they hear a psalm being sung downstairs, and Betty, like, sits up in bed and starts screaming. Oh, no. Yeah, that's not a great sign. Mm -hmm. Reverend Paris, Betty's dad, (laughs) runs back into the bedroom, and for whatever reason, a bunch of other people also come up. They are so freaking nosy. I would hate to live there. Yeah. Well, and poor Betty has already been slapped hard across the face when she accused Abby of drinking blood. And then (laughs) Reverend Paris gets up there, Betty screaming, and he just like keeps lightly slapping her. Why would she wake up every time she wakes up? You hit her in the face. Of course she's going to pretend to be sleeping. (laughs) So people are are singing, going up to Jesus. The name of God. Yeah. And so when they hear her screaming, they're like, aha, she is witch. She can't bear to hear the Lord's name. There's an easy way to test that. I don't understand why someone didn't just go right up to her and whisper like, Jesus. Oh. <laughs> Nobody tries it, you know? <laughs> and then she wakes up and you hit her in the face and you're like, see, she's upset. <laughs> but they don't test it at all. They're like, she's screaming because of Jesus. Okay, say it again. See if she screams again. <laughs> Wait, guys, I think I figured out the fun game to play with this play. Okay. Okay. Because you know how I like taking analogies a little too far and I get joy out of that and humor. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking if the analogy is like the, the witchcraft is communism, uh-huh. then what is this scene? People are like downstairs talking about stock options and stuff. And then upstairs, the person's just like, no, no, <laughs> no scream. We need to share everything. <laughs> no unjust hierarchy. <laughs> oh my gosh, the sound of an unjust hierarchy made her scream. She hates capitalism now. <laughs> Someone is down there talking about like buying a new part for their machinery shop and she's like, "Tease the means of production. The name of Elon Musk made her wake up from her nap and <laughs> haul <Yeah>. her. <laughs> he's in the elevator going up to his room and he's in there with this uh, burly kind of guy named Maurice. The elevator operator. Maurice says to him, hey, you interested in having a good time? Holden goes, me? <laughs> and so Maurice offers him five bucks for a girl and Holden immediately says, okay. He immediately, after agreeing that he wanted to hire an escort, immediately is like, oh no, I don't want to. No time has elapsed. He's still on the elevator. Maurice hasn't said anything to anyone. He could easily just be like, oh, never mind. Oh, well, that's tough, Rachel. Like, you're in an (laughs) elevator with the guy. What are you going to say? Never mind. And then just face the other way. Yeah, just say, oh, sorry, I wasn't really paying attention. (laughs) When you all encounter an elevator operator these days, what do you think? I think they're a ghost. I think it's a good job if you can get it. Yeah, wouldn't that be amazing? I would love that job. You just get to sit there and like think about Pokemon the whole time. Maurice clearly had a side hustle, so maybe it wasn't enough. Yeah. I guess for us, we could have our side hustle and we're just promoting the podcast the whole time. I actually thought about that today. I took a ride share somewhere to pick up my car and this is the first time I've I've been in a ride share in over a year and I just thought- Oh, you should have said, hey, do you mind if I put something on? 
and just put on the podcast. Yeah. It was like a 10 minute ride. And then I thought about what if I were, you know, a Lyft driver or whatever, maybe I could just do that and make some extra money. And then I'll, I'll also play the podcast all the time. And they'll be like, what is this? Just play the, the intro episode, like the little teaser over yeah. and over. Yeah. And over. I would go mad. <laughs> like, what if I'm driving someone for an hour and it's just like, hey, Theo, hey, Jackie, hey, Rachel, <laughs> hey, Jeff, just here too. I got a great idea for a podcast. Uh, my calendar's a little full. But... <laughs> Why are you guys mocking yourself? Else. Because no one else will do it. I'll do it. <laughs> oh.